Wow, that's so funny. Two broke gays. Two broke gays. Two broke gays. Hey, listeners, you're listening to Two Broke Gays, the podcast where you can see if Kevin Sullivan and Jenna Cordes ever get jobs. Okay, you you have a job. But I'm about to not. Okay, but like you've had interviews for jobs. But okay, fine. You're right. Maybe the log line wasn't job fair. shame. Job shame. <laughs> Are you job shaming me? Yeah, these people that just have yeah. But jobs. every interviewer who was super into me last week has ghosted me this week. It's very painful. I'm like, I thought we bonded, and they're gone. Bye. I'm like, uh, what about that benefits package? Leslie? I've never had benefits. Honestly, that's all there is for me right now because I have to make sure I can take care of my endometriosis. So it's the only thing I'm like, whatever, pay me whatever, but I need them bennies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I um, still, anytime you say bennies, just think of eggs, Benedict's. Benny. Yeah. Um, okay, Kevin, update us. What's going on with you? You're headed out of town, I hear. You know I am, but I love that prompt. She said, an actress, folks. Uh, <laughs> I am, yeah, I'm heading back east to Boston. I've had like a real sense, like a real lot of feelings about moving lately. And I don't know if that's just because I haven't worked in a while. Like there's there's no, re- that my the only thing I work on is TikTok. And do I have to be paying like $2,000 a month to live in LA? Just, you know, to do something on my phone? No. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. Where's this going? Where's this so going? I'm, I, ha- I'm having panic. <laughs> yeah, this you don't know. <laughs> uh, no, so I just, I want to visit my grandmother. I want to go, like, home. Mm. Like, Boston. Feel all those feelings. Get a reset and see if I really want to be in L.A. Like, what? Yeah. You did not tell me this. I feel like I'm going to cry on air. Uh, don't. We, but, I see you more on the computer than I do in real life. But nothing's set in stone, right? No. Like, if, I don't know. I just feel like selling all my shit and moving into a van. I can't. I'm 6'4". But <laughs> I have this weird... Or maybe I need to move apartments. I've been thinking about also. Like, selling all my shit. Finding a like someone that's renting a bedroom. So I have a more temporary vibe. Mm-hmm. So I can just like kind of pick up and go, like a sublet or something. Yeah, because right now this place is like you're tied to this lease. I've not really. I mean, I can get my thirty days at any time. I'm tied to how much shit I have. Like uh, all yeah. the furniture is mine. Like I don't. I used to live out of a suitcase. How and I how whimsical, like to, how glam. Yeah, so glam. <laughs> I slept on a race car bed at a friend's house. Like, but. I just love that. I do love that feeling of like picking up and going. Mm-hmm. And there's only two ways to do that today. It's either you're living out of a suitcase, like a vagabond. Mm, wrong word. Like I, I, they used to call me gypsy. Like oh. also probably wrong word. Yeah. You know, that's the wrong like, word. I know for sure that one's wrong. God. Yeah. Um, Let's just say like a traveler. Yes. A traveler. <laughs> or you have enough money to hold the place down and you can live out of a suitcase. Well, yeah, that's kind of the same thing. Just one requires more funds. Right. Yeah. It's what I want. 
Okay. Wow. Big updates. Didn't get the didn't get the heads up on those oh, uh, listeners. Yeah. And I'm going to Martha's Vineyard um, after I visit my grandmother for four days. And I'm going to the vineyard for four days. Probably going to hang out with Barack and his fam <laughs> as he just hosted. That's his where the Obamas birthday. are right now. Yeah, he just had his birthday party there. Um, Tell him hi. Tell him if he wants I to be will. a guest on Two Broke Gays, he's more than welcome. His um, daughters went to my cousin's carnival last time, I think. Oh wow! But they not have, when they you were the, working. Not when you were working the carnival. I mean, probably, and I just <laughs> didn't see them because I was so busy making lemonade. <laughs> uh, it sucks. I'm leaving the day before the carnival starts. Though. Oh, why? Well, um, because the rentals there are like oh they're all booked up after that like thousands of mm-hmm. dollars a night like it's in, yeah. it's insanity but I am so excited for the lobster roll I get when we get on the ferry on the like way out it's like it's just it's just everything yeah and it's re- really fun because everyone is wearing polos north face and like fucking vineyard vine and i'm like dripping in black <laughs> and like big like high top black sneakers. so you're not gonna be doing like the loafers like the boat shoes and the polo sperry top siders yeah <gasps> i used to have a pair and can i tell you sperry's are actually amazing <laughs> because I you wear them one. without socks you just slip them on you know, there was a year, Kevin, I'm not sure if you know about this. I may have mentioned it. There was a year of my life where I, I took it upon myself to wear Ked's Bermuda shorts that were plaid and a polo every day. It was my junior year of high school. And then one time, um, Did you man- wear a scally hat too? <laughs> I'm literally oh. picturing Melissa McCarthy from Bridesmaids for like <laughs> golf outfits. No, it literally was that she, uh, so I, one time in Starbucks, when I was dressing this way, my friends were like razzing me about it. And the guy in front of us, who was probably like 50, 50 ish turned around and he said, wow, you do dress like my father who's in his eighties. <laughs> That's amazing. So, um, so, well, we wish you a good trip. We wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> we wish it was very on that. Thank it was you. on that vibe. I'm I'm so fucking excited to leave. I have to I'm getting a COVID test today. Mm-hmm. Um just to make extra sure, you know, before I go and see my grandmother. Grandma. Um I have no real updates except that I did go out to breakfast by myself, which felt sort of monumental. I feel like usually wow. if there's if there's not someone available to do something with, my default is to do just do nothing. But I was like, I really wanted a waffle from met him at a bar or met you, her at a bar. Hmm. Forget Sounds which like they're right more, across the street from each other. So I your style. <laughs> so I went, I had my peaches and cream waffle. I sat alone. I talked to the, the, the people who were, you know, waiting on me and it was excellent. That seems like a bigger update than me fucking trying to move. <laughs> Kevin's trying to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenna went out by herself. <laughs> like, I got breakfast Honestly, alone. More surprising. I almost took myself to the movies by, like, wow, well, I almost just doubled took that up. to the movies by yourself? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, Kevin, do you want to go to the movies? And I was like, yeah, Kevin. I actually kind of do want to go to the movies. Kevin, you want to split a popcorn with Kevin? I did go to the movies with my friend, um, Porter. Have you been to Universal AMC? 
Where is it? Universal. Like Universal, like like city city walk or yeah. Yeah, I've been to that one. Okay, those seats are like couches and they recline. It's like and like they're electronic and it's the most comfortable. Mm -hmm. We saw them. Did we talk about this last Yes, we already did this last podcast. Yeah. Pig. Yeah. We did a full thing on pig. Any 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 new thoughts since it's you know been a week now? (laughs) (laughs) For some reason in my head, we do this every two weeks. No, no, no. It's a week, it's a weekly podcast, listeners. Uh cool. Um Okay, so let's move on to gay shit. Could you intro it? Gay shit. Oh god, it's so good. Especially because you're a little you're a little raspy today, so it was even better. Yeah, I actually drank a cup of glass before I went to bed last night. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Matt Damon. Okay, this is amazing. Matt Damon, ally, pioneer, <laughs> trooper, like yes, queen. has decided to stop saying the F slur. Okay. So I've got a little, a little article here for those of you who don't know what happened. So what happened was uh, he told the Sunday times that his daughter rebuked him for using what she called the F slur for a homosexual in a joke a couple months ago. Now that headline hit, hit the media and everyone had a field day with it. Like, oh, wow. So cool. You just learned about this, Matt. Um, But then, of course, in a follow-up statement, he stressed that he never used the insult against anyone off screen. Um, And the conversation with his daughter was a personal awakening. Yeah. My favorite part about that is I saw, oh God, the comments have been amazing. I made a TikTok about it too. Like, how he thought we were going to respond like, yes. And how we actually <laughs> did like, wait, what? Um, um, it was like, first of all, like you never use it off screen. So why is your daughter doing this? And how often were you using it that your daughter felt the need to write a like fucking letter to you? About- yeah. And my favorite tweet is, well, there's two, actually. Billy Eichner said, I just want to know what Matt Damon has decided to replace the word with. And then George Takei said, um, to be honest, I was privately insulting Matt Damon until a few months ago, too. So, which I, I, I love that. Um, but yeah, people are super like, what? And it's exactly what your TikTok said. I feel like he was like, I'm woke. I'm progressive. I'm out here. And everyone was like, huh? It's just another, like, example of rich, like, white straight guys, are, like, are so fucking disconnected from society. Like, Yeah, out of touch. Not saying no that we're, like, perfect or anything, but Jesus Christ. Absolutely not perfect. <laughs> but know enough to, like, hey, maybe this one's one of those private learning moments. Because the rest maybe, of the world did it 20 years ago. Maybe don't cause more harm with your learning yeah, moment. I mean, it's that's a very a, quintessential white thing to do. That's crazy. I, we salute you. Yeah. Thank you, Queen. We love you. And keep doing the keep work. Keep doing the work, Matt. Get out there and just remember when he Let's was like an explaining people um, during the Me Too movement because he had oh. a daughter, but he also like were, him and like Leo were defending Matt Damon. Oh, totally. Uh, I actually have a pulled quote from that. In 2017, at the height of the Me Too movement, Damon told reporters that inappropriate sexual behavior has to be seen as existing on a spectrum. 
Yeah, he just gets worse <laughs> and worse. Whatever. Uh, he has a new movie coming out too, which is like also based on a true story. Is it called the, I Stopped Saying the F Word, the Matt Damon story? No, it's the one where the girl in Italy, like, and her friend died or was murdered. And oh, yeah. So the girl that, you know, people think that, like it was like the roommate, whatever, exists as a human being now and has her own story and I'm sure a book. I don't know. Didn't look too far into it. I All I saw was her tweets that were like, this is com- like completely depicting like everything you know wrong it's putting all this like judgment placement and like telling a whole different story Mm. and he's like some hillbilly dad that like goes to try to save his daughter and it'll like i can't i'm done bye matt bye matt um i'm going to boston next week maybe i'll see him (laughs) yeah that was like a big point i'll call him slur (laughs) he kept bringing that up he's like well in boston you see i'm like i'm pretty sure that's done yeah, but also, like, maybe stop pointing out how racist Boston and <laughs> shitty Boston is. Because it is. Boston's super segregated, super super progressive in the law, like, on paper. Mm-hmm, but in practice, no. Absolutely not. Because the families have been in those neighborhoods for so long, and there's so much tension, and the white townies are just, like, whoosh, and they're, like, little towns. Little towns <laughs> in a far off city. I don't, that's not the words. Anyway. All right. That's enough about maps. Every day like the one before. Little okay. town full of little And I'm beast. <laughs> okay. Let's go to Muppet Babies. So, of course, you know it. You know her. You love her. I have a good headline from pride.com. It says, Candace Owens is outraged again. So, you know, something progressive and inclusive must be afoot. (laughs) This time it's the cartoon Muppet Babies that has drawn the conservative commentators ire for daring to be inclusive of non-conforming children. So in a recent episode, Miss Piggy's throwing a ball and this is Muppet Babies. And uh, Gonzo says, is gets really excited about a dress and Miss Piggy explains, oh, no, the dresses are for the girls. The boys are dressing as knights. And Gonzo is sad about this. So then some fairy godmother comes and um, gets Gonzo a dress. And Gonzo attends the ball as Gonzarella. Yeah. So it's Cinderella, but a male, like a male that turns into Cinderella. Right. But it's Gonzarella. And then they find out that it's Gonzarella and it's Gonzo. And they're all so, they're like, we saw the most beautiful princess. Yeah. Like, has the shoe. And then Gonzo reveals that Gonzo is Gonzarella. And mm-hmm. they're, they just met Gonzo with acceptance. Yes. So what it says concept. Gonzo, Gonzarella, Gonzo says, you all expected me to look a certain way and I didn't want you to be upset with me, but I don't want to do things because it's the way they've always been done. All I really want is to just be me. And so of course the right is flipping out about us pressing the trans agenda on uh, preschoolers. Which it's just, it's not okay. It's be trans. That's not what it is. (laughs) It's not the trans agenda. I mean, in my opinion, it's, I think, the world's agenda. Like, it is 
I had multiple, I am like a non-trans person, but like mm-hmm. I had this conversation with a friend as soon as it came out and like, we're post- like talking about it. That is how I also feel as like a, an, like an individual. Like I've, I've been painting my nails since I was little. I got in trouble for it all the time. And I would like use whiteout and I'd try to scrape it off before my parents mm-hmm. would see. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to wear dresses. I always stole my sister's like figure skating outfits. And also I would just shout out Kelly Sullivan. Thank you for being a figure skater. Those outfits were bomb. All the sequins. <laughs> I would steal them all the time. I just didn't want to conform to like, because my, my older brother and my dad wore these clothes. I have to wear these mm-hmm. clothes and I fucking hated it. And I still am like sometimes not super comfortable, like shopping in the men's section, like, I'm like, can there just be like a people section where yeah. I can wear whatever I want and be an individual? Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. My family and personally, and I know that this is privilege, like we just never really did clothes as like an idea or concept. Like when I was younger, I learned about like clothes from my friends. I mean, <laughs> I'm making it sound like we didn't wear clothes. We wore clothes in my family, but they were all very like neutrals, like just jeans and t-shirts, like basic, basic, basic. But then I'm like, I'm like uncomfortable sometimes like wearing something that I like because I feel like that weird feeling of like, oh, I don't know how to do it. Like even when I got, you know, I got my nails done. I'm a nail girl now. And um, there's like a part of me that's like, oh, is this going to mean that I'm not like gay enough since I'm like doing my nails femi, you know? I'm like, do I have to be like, especially because I was the school of lesbianism that I was brought up in was like, you had to act a certain way, look a certain way, present a certain way. Yeah, that school's so strict. I think they burnt down. Um, (laughs) Let's hope. I, yeah, I never have fit into a gay, one of the gay categories. And that always like throws people like, wait, so what are you? Are you like a twink or an otter? I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we don't all have to be in one of those boxes. Yeah. And you don't have to put others in them. Like I you know. Everyone's always know like, what they say. Back in the day, they would say things like, oh, you're like a chapstick lesbian. And I'm like, I, I, yeah, I use chapstick. Do I have to be yeah, a chapstick lesbian? I like that the lesbian? gays have like two categories or like a million and the lesbians had two. Yeah. <laughs> you were the like butch or lipstick and yeah. we were like, you're this, that, the other. I don't know. I just want to be me. Same. And me, you and Gonzo, pal. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So thanks Muppet babies. Thanks Muppet babies. Okay. So let's talk about it. It's so, I can't even. So the baby, the baby, let's just read the the quote. So the baby was trying to energize the crowd at a Miami music festival two weeks ago when the comments from his video went viral. I'm going to read them. I want to be very clear that this is not the opinion of this podcast at all. We are very against these comments, but I wanted to read them so you know what story we're talking about. So DeBaby said, if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two to three weeks, then put your cell phone lighter up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighter up, he said. Ladies, if your pussy smells like water, put your cell phone up. What? Yeah. What? 
And the weirdest thing, like the comments were horrible. Obviously, Elton John came out of wherever he's been hiding and like made a statement against him. Dua Lipa he's was been like preparing for tour. His last one. It's always his last one. Him and Cher. This is the end. It's like, no. Well, this not. one is like called the end of the yellow brick road or something. Of like, course it is. I mean, Just... have you have you have you? I saw he's him still... live and it, yeah, he could barely stand up at the piano. But anyway. Did come out for this though. Did make a showing for this well, it's though. All, there's other rappers that were like coming out and trying to defend. Ti has lost his damn mind. Ti is like, oh, so Lil Nas X can do whatever he wants, but the baby can't. Yeah, Ti, because one of them is causing violence. Yeah, and misinformation. Misinformation and, and stigmatiz- stigmatization. Else was like they keep trying to push. There's not going to be any straight men left. Okay, so wait. There's an added layer to this though. So obviously, the comments by the baby were directed at men. A lot of people said black gay men were the main target of his argument, and also people who have HIV. So Miley Cyrus pops up to. Criticize critics, I guess, to say that we're not calling the baby in. We're not making making space for the baby to learn that this was incorrect. And then everyone was like, "But she forgives him." And then everyone was like, "But you, she forgave him on behalf of the LGBTQIA plus community." And everyone was like, "That's not really your." Thing. I love that she like tried to show her card. Sorry, I was just looking up that statistic no, that's that okay. I, just, I just like wanted randomly to make sh- threw out. Um, yeah, I wanted to make sure we attributed it. It, it. They're on the CDC. They have a bunch of uh, numbers and they break everything down. And just saying that for like the fact that there is such a like the stigma like keeps pushing this. Like it's it's making it worse and like the the bigger the stigma the less people are preventing yeah and the less you know and using discuss, cautionary yeah. things and getting tested so that's how why this is so dangerous mm-hmm. like it's not like just this like oh we're offended because that's part of our community it's like no, no it this has is actually very dangerous real world and implications for people somebody- so it's very serious. And then we have fucking Miley coming on in on her. Like, also, someone, Miley just performed at Lollapalooza. Someone like, said, is Miley the new Ellen? Because remember when Ellen publicly forgave Kevin Hart for his uh, homophobia, specifically against black men? And Ellen was like, I forgive you. And everyone was like, oh, that's weird, Ellen. We didn't know you were a black man. <laughs> yeah, like. Miley, what, like, also, I get it. You, you know, you're very much in the community with, like, you know, and pop culture, all the things, but, like, this is a whole nother realm. Yeah, that you don't know anything about. And, like, you should be working to, like, destigmatize, not add to it by being like, let's defend the baby's comments. And what? it was also, like, education blah 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 and it's it wasn't even it wasn't just the hiv aids comment in the beginning it was also like if you're not a man sucking dick out in the park exactly lot. sorry miley is that you is that you is are that you, you a man in that crowd oh in the parking lot like <laughs> i it uh, absolutely wasn't 
her place at all yeah, and to accept the apology and be like we're really good. overstepped there like yeah we're good we're good um, so anyway the baby go bye-bye um <laughs> <laughs> all right next we have <laughs> it's bingy bitch <laughs> i'm not i didn't i didn't do anything this week um so i'll let you take it away can you do you want me to do the intro I was in an intro. I was just going to talk about word binging. Okay, you go. Binge, 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 binge. Hey, bitch. Um, I actually, well, last night I binged my book, The Name of the Wind. I've talked about this on here before, actually. Yes. One of the things I remember. And uh, I just got back into it last night and I was like enthralled. And I was like, fuck, I literally forget how much I love reading until I just read one page. Like mm-hmm. I read one page and I'm just fucking back into it. Like all I want to do is lay in my bed and read and today. read your book. Yeah. And it's for my like attention issues. Mm-hmm. So much better for me at night reading. Yeah. Being then- focused because it, it makes me have to put these things into my imagination, create it myself. And while having something to do, mm-hmm. which is like take the words off the page, instead of scrolling seven minute fucking videos, yeah, um, seven second videos. I mean, like yeah, that is so stimulating to our brains. And yeah. and and you know, for me, I think I'm mostly would consider myself like neurotypical scanning through those videos and then trying to shut my eyes and go to sleep, it makes it not possible. My brain yeah. keeps thinking at the speed with which I've been watching the videos. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to start a new leaf with like putting my phone up at a certain time, like no more checking notifications. Mm-hmm. Like I have to treat it like a job, like clock in, clock out. Yeah. And that's just for, I'm speaking specifically about TikTok. TikTok. Um, but also, I did have a secret, like a binge I forgot about. And what? The Invisible City on Netflix. Oh, what's this? Um, it's a TV show about like entities and like the elements, like these people embody specific like elements, but they're oh, living boy. amongst everyone else. And I believe. I forget where it takes place. It might be fictional. Um, but another show that has been dubbed over and I didn't realize it for <laughs> the ent- what it, Wait, it's called The Entities or it's called Invisible City? It's called Invisible City. Okay. Um, it's Brazilian. That's what I thought. Okay, it's, cool. It's based, co- I wonder if, okay, let me read it. It stars Marco Pogassi as Eric, an environmental police officer who uncovers a hidden world of mythical mythological entities from Brazilian folklore as he searches for a connection between his wife's death and the mysterious appearance of a dead pink river dolphin on a beach in Rio de Janeiro. Janeiro. Oh, that sounds kind of good. And I don't even like magic-y shit. It's very me. It's very like, I don't know. It's really good. But I've binged it. I'm done with that. Wow. Okay. Well, that sounds good. I suggest it. All right, listeners, hate to be so abrupt, but uh, that's the end of the podcast for the week. Yeah, Kevin got to go get his COVID test. Um, yeah, so we wish you a Merry Christmas and a we good trip. We wish you a Merry Christmas. 
Which is and, right around the corner because what is it in 2021? Right. Time is flying um, and standing still. It's weird. Okay. Uh, thanks, listeners. You've been listening to two. Two. Broke. Broke. Yes. Gays. <laughs> <laughs>